0: It has been a wild oh last 72 hours or so ever since we found out that Silicon Valley Bank was evidently in trouble, then ultimately failed, and then over the weekend Signature Bank failed, then Wall Street started out trading on Monday, figuring that everybody was going to fail. Yeah, that's... Not going to be right, but, and the government looks like it's going to make good, but this has caused a lot of consternation for an awful lot of companies, a lot of big name companies that had money that was on deposit with Silicon Valley, but also a lot of smaller companies, a lot of startups, including Dallas-based Alto. Will Coleman is the co-founder and CEO of the rideshare company that we've been chronicling here the last several years, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us, Will.
1: Hey, David. Great to be on. So, yeah, you said seventy-two hours. I don't know; it feels like for me, it's been more like one hundred and twenty-five, but I am not really counting anymore. So.
0: <sighs> well, and this one has really been remarkable because it's happened at just warp speed. This may be the first bank failure we've ever triggered that's been created by cell phone apps. Um, tell me, tell me how you first found that. Well, first of all, tell me you have you have a fair amount of money and and what payroll money that was held at Silicon Valley
1: actually we uh our primary banking partner is was silicon valley bank uh we they've been a great partner of ours for a long time uh, we have a debt facility outstanding with them as well as uh, most of our deposits there uh we were lucky though that we um we had managed those deposits i think in a very uh hopefully thoughtful way uh so a, a significant portion almost all of our balances our daily balances were um brokered by SVB but actually in a mutual market fund that was uh, on deposit with Morgan Stanley so luckily even from the beginning our our kind of cash at least the vast vast majority of it was secure the big question for us was just how were we going to access it today um given that the fed's had turned off um the the front end of of Silicon Valley Bank's banking portal so our treasury functions have been pretty crippled but I think we'll we'll get through that in the next few days. We'll be a bit um, cumbersome, uh, but we're we're pretty confident that the long term is uh, is bright.
0: So, as morning dawned on Monday, what did you find out? Do you have access to funds now?
1: We can mostly log into our account, although we're it, as you might imagine, uh, most of. Uh, account holders are probably all trying to access uh, their accounts at the same time this morning. So it's it's been a bit intermittent, but uh, we've been able to get new wires scheduled to be able to pay critical expenditures like our payroll that's hitting on Wednesday. Um, so we're confident that, you know, that we're able to get the vast majority or all of our absolutely critical treasury functions done today, and things will continue to improve over the coming 24 48 hours we feel again confident that the cash is secure uh now backstop by the government which is which is helpful um but it, it was a it was it was certainly a, a difficult and and kind of tenuous um four days before that since really Thursday morning when we first learned about um SVB's plans to to secure additional capital and raise additional money in order to try and um Shore up their own balance sheet. Then
0: the red flags went up. I, so tell me, back up a minute. Why? Why Why this bank? Why did everybody? All the startups, all the venture capital companies, why did everybody use Silicon Valley Bank? This is a bank that that most people had never heard of.
1: Yeah, and neither had I before I started Alto. Totally transparently, look, I think um, if you've ever tried to start a company. <laughs> it's actually pretty incredible how hard it is to open a bank account. And um, we've had relationships with major banks. I'm a personal customer of J.P. Morgan Chase, have been for, I don't know, my entire life. Um, and yet the structures of these uh, institutions, while foundationally obviously very, very strong, are also uh, just not really tailored for companies like ours um and so we developed a a very deep and and a valuable relationship with um with Silicon Valley Bank as we built the company they were incredibly supportive um and responsive in times of need Uh, as we've talked about in the past COVID was incredibly challenging um a banking partner that was you know in my office on Saturday um the day that PPP loans were announced and and sitting you know at the table with me ready to compile documentation and prepare uh those materials and get them submitted you know the next the next day those are the site types of things um that Silicon Valley Bank has and, and and did for a long time for startups um like ours and and that sort of kind of hand-to-hand combat and and Day to day relationship is um, you know is really really valuable more so than you know access to ATMs which yeah. is obviously probably the one thing that most people care about for their own uh, banking part. That is
0: that's remarkable insight. I've never heard that before. But 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 clearly that sort of service you know goes a long way. The other thing that we've heard is that that in return for you know having a bank line of credit they they wanted all of your business and that. It became all business a lot of companies, uh, CEOs, home mortgages were with Silicon Valley back,
1: yeah, I, look, that that is um that is something that that they were clearly very um, adamant about. I, I actually think that that's not, I mean, maybe before last Thursday that wasn't that frowned upon. <laughs> these were these were decisions that we made as a company with in, input from investors and our board of directors um and it wasn't a controversial uh kind of term quite frankly in in the relationship um we we did again take measures and and they just to be fair were very were very strong advocates of of doing things like we had which was uh using money market funds as a way to increase protections of our of our capital up well above and beyond FDIC insurance levels so Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that in fact, we had to have all of our cash on deposit on their books. That was not, that was not the case, but they did want to be our primary and, and, and nearly exclusive partner uh, from a banking relationship. And, and we, we did that because they were great partners.
0: Well, and and as you say, I, that's not unheard of that, that is, and, and offering, you know, perks to, to do the business is Pretty well an accepted way of doing business. So going forward, I, I assume you've been looking for another banking relationship. We
1: have. We've spun up new banking relationships over the weekend. Um, I, I mentioned J.P. Morgan. Um, and we've had. We they've been incredible in the last uh, seventy-two hours. We've uh, you know spent in the same way that SVDB was uh, when we developed the relationship with them. We uh we've spent the entire weekend really on on zoom meetings and phone calls and uh continuous emails working through processes to spin up accounts and prepare us to be able to accept cash uh and and distribute cash as necessary so um we we've we've worked with JP Morgan and and actually frankly several others uh in order to help us get land on our feet this morning and and we're Thankful for you know all, all of the all of the banks that are clearly working through um, a, a very stressful time for for everyone to to help companies like ours and many others across the country.
0: You know the, the the fear and we've seen this on Wall Street is that this paints all the regional banks with a broad brush, and that it pushes the money back over toward the major Wall Street money center banks and away from the regionals and the super regionals.
1: I do think that's a big concern, and one that is um, something that, that is likely to happen in at least the immediate term because of the, um, you know, the flight to safety. I mean, that's what you're going in in periods of stress, uh, especially with with money. Uh, there's there's really no other path to take but to to try to move to the absolute safest and and most certain outcome and and certainly you know the largest banks in the US are are I'm not saying that that regional banks are we we were we were we believed that uh, you know the decisions that we had made and the and the partners that we had were were robust um but I think this has proven that in this world where things can can shift incredibly quickly and and outcomes can change nearly instantly overnight or faster um that you know we'll need to let the dust settle and new regulations take place and, and have those be understood as before we can really make the, the best long-term decision for our company. And, and I'm sure that's the same conversation that others are having today.
0: Uh, we've watched your growth and, and it's been you know geometric. it's you know steady adding new cities, but also adding equipment that a lot of capital costs associated. Is this going to alter any of your your growth plans? Are you putting anything on hold until things settle out?
1: We don't think so. Honestly, this, you know, despite this being a really stressful and and complex event over over a short period of time, our business is is robust incredibly strong uh we have more momentum now than really we've had any time in the last 24 months uh we've got more interest in from Capital Partners and we've really continued to uh see great performance so uh this kind of short period notwithstanding we feel on very strong footing our our balance sheet and and our access to cash um, you know, this weekend, notwithstanding, is is incredibly strong, and and we don't see any reason to to necessarily change those plans based on this specific event.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sorry for the uh, for the rough weekend, but I guess that's <laughs> that's a lot of a CEO. But it sure looks like you know you're coming out fine, and it looks like uh, you know with the the government uh, guarantees and the backing that that the system is going to work again too. We hope so, and we hope it. I think so. I
1: think that's that's the best outcome that we've seen is that you know these sorts of events really require and and necessitate a, an immediate a- action, but also um, you know a new a renewed sense of focus and and um, and then they they unlock uh, new potential as well. So I, I think uh, I maybe you know the the as an entrepreneur the uh, eternal optimist here, but I, I really do, do think the long term outcome of this is probably. Uh, that we have better structures in place to now deal with the a world that is much faster than it's ever been, and and how to how to work through that to ensure that these things don't happen again.
0: Will Coleman is the co-founder and the CEO of Alto. We always enjoy the visits, especially we get that sort of insight that we've gotten today. We wish you the best. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, David. Appreciate the time.
0: Thanks a lot for more of a conversation. Go to krld.com/ceo. I'm David Johnson. News Radio, 1080 KRLD.